listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. episode of Podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D., Cinema Geekly's Marvel Podcast. It's Anthony Lewis and Aurora Bubaloo back-talking Jessica Jones Season 3. On Netflix, we're talking Episodes 5 and 6 this time around. Uh, So much has happened in these, uh, just in the first six episodes, it feels like. It almost feels like the show is wrapping up to me, but there's there's a lot of episodes left. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think that actually kind of makes me happy. It doesn't feel like they're doing a really slow build. Maybe they are doing a slow build to something even crazier or wackier, but it doesn't feel like it. It feels like they're really going full speed ahead. Uh, yeah. Also, they I should note, in one of these episodes, they do make reference to other Netflix characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think uh, Danny, Danny Rand is brought up in one of these episodes. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, please just don't bring any people's names up. All right. I don't need to be reminded <laughs> that I'm not going to get to watch any of these characters ever again. I found myself, even when they mentioned Danny Rand, because I'm like, at first I'm like, well, but Iron Fist, the second season of Iron Fist ended pretty good. And it had a really yeah. fun teaser at the end. I'm like, please, please don't remind me of things I'm never going to get to see. But they mm-hmm. did. They couldn't help it. Uh, I thought you were going to say that you didn't want to hear the name of Danny Rand. <laughs> I mean, look, by the end by the end of that second season, I was kind of excited to see where they were going to take the show. But now we will never know. Uh, all right, let's talk about uh, episode five first, a.k.a. I Wish. So Jessica and Trish, they begin to stake out uh, Gregory Salinger's apartment. When he leaves, Trish breaks in to collect some evidence while Jessica follows Salinger. She finds that he's been spying on Eric's sister, Brianna, a prostitute. Uh, Jessica confronts the two and realizes that they are in danger and has Brianna stay at Malcolm's place for protection. Though, this doesn't really last particularly long as Gore, her pimp, arrives and takes her away and also gives Malcolm a a shiner for his troubles. Uh, Jerry uh, changes her mind and releases information on Peter, devastating Kith. Unable to convince Kith that Jerry is manipulating them, Peter commits suicide while making a case video against Jerry. Jessica and Trish continue to argue about Alyssa's death when Jillian, uh, with Jillian insisting that they work out their differences, Uh, Afterwards, they use the evidence they collected to trace Salinger to an abandoned train car that houses the bodies that he has collected. 
Uh, Jessica sets off a gas trap inside the train cart, and Trish has to rescue her with the two eventually admitting uh, their faults over the Alyssa argument as the former speaks with the cops. Later, Salinger ambushes Eric in his hotel room and abducts him. Okay, so a lot happened there in episode five. Yeah. What did you think Mm -hmm. of it? I feel like I missed something because the whole thing with Jerry happened. Yes. And uh, if I remember correctly, the previous episode, Malcolm told her about um, the I, I, the professor stealing money from the, you know, the... The, uh, the fund for his daughter. Yeah. Right. Um, and she said, let me think about what I'm going to do with this. Like, it seemed like she didn't want to expose the guy yes. immediately. Yes. And then in this episode, it was exposed. And I was like, wait, yes. did I miss something? I think something happens in the the last episode where Jerry is with Kith and they're having like a really nice night out. I think that's the episode where they go to like the opera or something. Right. Right. Kith fools around with her in the seats and Jerry is all lovey dovey. But then I think when they get outside, like she gets a phone call from Peter and Mm -hmm. she's like, Oh, gotta go. And then on the phone, she tells Peter like, I love you or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think that's the thing that, like, got to Jerry. That triggered her. Yeah. yeah. She's like, I... Okay. Kith can only be mine. Yes. That escalated quickly. Yeah. She has very little self-control. I did not expect that guy to kill himself. No. But, I mean, well, I mean, he was... I mean, he probably would have gone to jail or something for fraud, I'm guessing. Right. His whole life was flipped upside down. I mean, his own doing, mind you. But... um, now, is this the same episode where Jerry goes to the funeral? No, I believe that is no. in the okay. second it's the next episode. Thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, that whole, I, it's amazing to me that I'm more invested, I'm kind of invested in Jerry's story more than Jessica Jones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, because it's just crazy. It's like this, it's like, well, I mean, you know, so she has like ALS, so she's kind of, I don't, I don't think yeah. a lot of people know. Uh, so no, she's, she has she has kept it secret. So she's sort of just self destructing everything. Yeah, like she yeah. knows that she doesn't have a lot of time left. So she's just saying fuck it, and you know I'm just going to do what I want to do. But it's sort of destroying everything around her as a mm-hmm. as a result. Um, yeah, yeah, it is. It is really fascinating. I I mean I'm I'm into I'm kind of into everything on this show though. I, everything is kind of working for me. A little bit. I'm not really sure what's going on with Malcolm. I guess he's just sort of struggling to, uh, because this kind of bends into the next episode as well, but I think he's sort of just struggling to find an identity. Yeah, and his morals as well. Yeah, he's trying to ground his morals, find his Um, reality. Yeah. I mean, I, I do like the fact that, I don't know if I've ever seen this before, like the fact that a superhero is trying to uh, fight a serial killer. Yes is super interesting to me. <laughs> yeah. Especially when the, the serial killer is extremely smart, which usually serial killers are. Yeah. Um, I just think that's a very unique storyline for a superhero. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is something that gets brought up in the, the second episode as well. But, um, yeah, I I also find this really interesting. Like, at first I'm like, eh. 
Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's not like she's Superman. Uh, it, may, it, might, right. it might be different if this was like Captain Marvel going after a serial killer, like, you know. Oh, he will be dead already. Yeah, yeah. Captain Marvel <laughs> is like way overpowered. Like, it, that's not interesting. She would throw him to space. Yes. <laughs> End of the story. Like, it's over. End of story. She'd throw him into the sun and he'd be dead. Uh, <laughs> Jessica does not quite have that kind of power. And she mm-hmm. also just doesn't like to use her power, really. She... I don't know if she's, I don't think she's ashamed of her power, but she resents him for sure. Like, Right, right. Because there's a part of her that's, there's definitely a big part. We, I think we know this. There's a big part of her that's good, um, but she sort of feels obligated to do this. But she kind of right. doesn't want to be obligated to do it. Like, she never asked for it, that sort of thing. I think that's really interesting to see how... Because uh, we've seen a lot of heroes that are like, you know, they feel like it's been thrust upon them. Like, I didn't mm-hmm. choose this life. It chose me. Uh, but I'm going to do it. Uh, it's interesting to see a character that kind of pushes back against that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. this was pushed This was pushed on me. I didn't ask for it. And I don't like it. Right. But uh, I'm not horrible. So uh, I'll I guess try. I'll help you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> trying without trying. Uh, she's right. a fascinating character. I, I love oh her. yeah, and is this? I, I might be confusing the episodes, but is this the same episode also where uh, she tells Trisha's mom? Oh no no no! That's the second episode too. Second episode. There's okay. a lot of great stuff in that second. Maybe we should get to it really quick. <laughs> um, so we we're introduced to uh, Eric's sister in this episode. Uh, yeah. She's a she's a character. Uh, we, yeah. <laughs> we get a little bit more of her in the next episode as well. Uh, to me, the real star uh, of the episode is her pimp, Gore. Uh, <laughs> just, I just like that he's a—he's like a tracksuit wearing, kind of Russiany <laughs> guy named Gore, <laughs> who's a pimp who's just out on the street, like not even trying to like hide or nothing. Yeah, he's no just, shame, just out there doing business. Uh, yeah. I was just—I don't know—I don't know why I was like. This is an interesting person. Like, I need to know more about this. Yeah, and it, and it blew that whole scene blew me away because we have this serial killer sitting in a, on a bench yes. near the pimp, just reading a newspaper. Yeah. And you can see that that whole corner is, like, not a good place to be. No. And he's just sitting there, you know, with his khakis, just reading a newspaper. I'm like, you do not fit here at all. He stands, no, he stands out so much. He stands out. Um, I think... Um, I'm curious to know if Trish warmed up to you at all in this episode now that she's working with Jessica. Um, I know you're not a big Trish fan, or at least you haven't been for this season. I mean, there there has there there were a couple of moments in this episode and the next where she keeps saying, um, "What was what?" She said something along the lines of, "You know, you are getting the credit. I, I'm not getting the credit." Yeah, um, things like that. Yeah. So my my whole issue with her is that I think her motivation for being a superhero is wrong. Mm -hmm. Because she wants to be Jessica Jones. It's not because she really wants to help people. I think she wants the um, fame or whatever Jessica has. Like people see her Mm -hmm. as a hero. She wants people to see her as a hero as well. Yeah. Um, I I think you can totally read it that way. Um, I, I think it's kind of mixed. With the idea that, you know, that Jessica hates being this. And Trish is like, I would love to be that. 
Right. Like, you know, you're the one who lucked into this, but man, if I could do it, I mean, and then when she was able to be able to do it. Right. You know, but she did get thanks. She got, she got thanks at the, at, at the end of episode six, but. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And you know, she, she rescued Jessica from the tank. She, and I mm-hmm. like the, I like the whole scene where she rescues her and she, and Jessica says, did you lose him? And she's like, I chose you. Yeah. So, you know, she's, she's warming up to me. Like yeah. I, I, she's I think that she's, she's finding her way. So yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think by the end, you know, they will both have changed. I, I would think uh, mm-hmm. that however this whole ordeal ends, they will have changed. Uh, so what would you give uh, episode five? I gave it a four. It's in, mm-hmm. it, I, I keep liking this this show. Yeah. Yeah. I gave it a four. Uh, hasn't disappointed me yet. Uh, Jessica Jones, keep doing what you're doing. Well, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. for the, you know, until the end of the season. Yeah. <laughs> then you can't do anymore. <laughs> it uh, sounds so sad saying that. <laughs> it, it, it's going to happen at least once an episode where it'll hit me. It's just like, this is a really good yeah. show. And through no fault of its own, we'll never get to watch it. And again, eh, it's really mm-hmm. annoying. Uh, Okay, so before we talk about episode six, uh, thank you to ThinkGeek for uh, helping sponsor the show. CinemaGeekly.com slash ThinkGeek or CinemaGeekly.com slash Marvel uh, to go directly to ThinkGeek's amazing uh, Marvel selection of geeky collectibles and wearables. Uh, You can also click the support us link in the show notes for this episode. CinemaGeekly.com slash Marvel. All right, so uh, let's talk about uh, episode six, a.k.a. Sorry Face. Didn't make sense to me at first when I saw the title for this episode, but they mentioned it in the episode, so mm-hmm. uh, that helped. I'm sure they mentioned "I wish" during "I wish" as well, or something. But yeah, I, I didn't. Yeah, I don't remember it. Uh, so Salinger is now torturing Eric and is trying to get him to confess to cheating. You see, this whole serial killers thing is the world is unfair, Aurora, and he knows it's unfair, but. He's trying to bring fairness to it. He's the hero mm-hmm. of his own story. Uh, he thinks people like Eric or like Jessica are cheaters. They have unfair advantages uh, that the rest don't. Uh, he he says that he's got two feet on the ground and a brain in his head, and he's better than them because of evolution, uh, because something that he earned. Uh, mm-hmm. But these people didn't. Although we don't know how Eric got his powers. He could be a mutant Aurora. And that would be evolutionary. But Mm -hmm. I don't know. Uh, So yeah, he, while doing this, he figures out Eric's empathic abilities when he stands too close to him and Eric starts bleeding from pretty much everywhere. Uh, Eyes, ears, nose. Yeah. Yeah. It's not good. Uh, Jessica learns of Eric's kidnapping and forces Trish to reveal her powers to Dorothy in an attempt to dissuade her from crime fighting. But Dorothy angrily abandons Trish. Malcolm locates Brianna and beats the shit out of Gore, uh, ultimately Mm -hmm. convincing her to return after telling her of Eric's kidnapping and begins an affair with her. Ish? Is it really an affair? I don't know. We'll talk about it. Uh, Jerry attempts to apologize to Kith, but is stopped by her son, who rebuffs her. Uh, The scandal causes many of her clients to leave, though she manages to keep a few. However, her her partner Benowitz backs out and takes Ran Enterprises with him. 
Jessica and Trish manage to get a lead on Salinger and find him. They rescue Eric and arrest Salinger. However, Detective Eddie Costa reveals that Salinger will not be tried due to a lack of evidence. See those body parts, all those pieces. None of Salinger's DNA were on any of them. They don't have any of the photos that he took. So, no evidence. Eric cannot testify, as he will get a year in prison for blackmail, and as a result of his powers, would be in great pain, just even spending time in jail. So Mm -hmm. Jessica and Eric comfort each other instead, not sure what to do next. Uh, All right, so thoughts on episode six? Um, I really like the idea of a possible serial killer that targets superheroes. Yes. That's really interesting. Right? It really is. And I I love the the fact that he calls them cheaters. Yes. Because they have advantages that other people don't have. So there's cheating in life. I think that's an amazing point of view Mm -hmm. on superheroes. And And again, I've mentioned this before on the podcast that I love the Marvel the Netflix Marvel shows because they show uh, different situations that you don't think could happen when you watch like the big movies or, you know, um, and this is something that could totally happen. If someone becomes so obsessed with superheroes having superpowers and, you know, cheating in life that they could become a serial killer trying to get rid of them. Yeah. I mean, pick on the, pick on the smaller level heroes anyway. I don't think this right. dude would try shit with like Professor <laughs> Hulk or something like that. But he is, you know, he claims to be extremely smart. Yes. So Maybe I wouldn't something. Yeah. I I wouldn't put put it past him to try and get to the, you know, more powerful heroes because yes. he thinks he's the smartest guy on earth. Yeah, smartest man in the room. Yeah. Yeah. Um but the the one thing that I liked the most in this episode was after Jessica and Trish rescue Eric, mm-hmm. um, there's a scene where he is sleeping in Jessica's uh, bed and he wakes up um, and Trish is watching him. Yeah. And he says, you know, Jessica saved me and you did too. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he recognized her voice and said, you also saved me, you know, with the woman in the pool. Yes. Um, and I love that flip where in this situation, you don't have a guy rescuing a girl. No. If the girls rescue the guy and the guy is thankful that they rescued him. Yeah. I thought that was cool. It's a nice flip around. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. So I like that a lot. It's okay to say you saved my life. Yes. Uh, and she sure did. Uh, both times. I mm-hmm. loved the scene where they get back to the apartment and Dorothy is there mm-hmm. and they're arguing about shit. And Jessica just goes, <laughs> Trish has <laughs> powers. Like she's telling on her. <laughs> yeah. I told her I wouldn't say anything, but she's got powers and she didn't tell you. <laughs> oh, you don't believe me? Let me throw her through the window. <laughs> she's like, She's like, oh, she can do, like, flips and kicks and climb up walls. And she's like, no, I can't. Shut up. And mm-hmm. her mom's like, stop being so ridiculous. And it's like, she can jump off of buildings and, like, land on her feet. Yeah. <laughs> and she just throws her out of building. And her mom's yep. like, what did you do? Yep. Trish is just down there, like, I busted. 
<laughs> I loved it. I thought that was really funny. Um, and in I, the previous episode, we learned that she has another power, which is like she can see in the dark. Yes. Yeah, she's yeah. got night vision, kind of. Night vision, yeah. Uh, I liked all of the stuff with Salinger torturing Eric. Uh, I thought mm-hmm. that was sufficiently creepy. Yeah. Uh, he's got a weird serial killer thing where he's like, I need to take the perfect picture of you. Like, I'm going to mm-hmm. make you realize who you are, and then I'm going to capture it on film. Which is okay. like, okay, that's sufficiently weird. All mm-hmm. right, thanks a bunch. Uh, yeah, I know what that's like. I played, I played, uh, life is strange. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, he's got that going on, but I liked the, um, I liked the, I don't know. It's not like, not just like the, I don't know. I, I saw where he was sort of coming from, like in a weird twisted way. You're like, it kind of makes sense, which is always mm-hmm. good for villains when you sort of understand where they're coming from but you're like i didn't see where you're coming from but this is not the way to deal with this uh right. with your point of view uh but yeah those are usually the best villains because it's like if if they're twisted up you can see mm-hmm. how it makes sense to them to do things like this um yeah at some at, at one point uh, he was like really close to eric and he said like i can feel your evil yeah. and you're barely human yes yeah. And he took like great offense to this. Like he needed to figure yeah. it out. He's like he's like, yeah. look, uh he's like I he's like I don't have uh some I can't remember what he said. He's like I wouldn't describe myself as evil, but I would you know, I maybe I don't have empathy or I'm calculating or cold or something. He's like, That must be what you're feeling. He's like, because 'cause I'm not evil. He's like, My intentions are good or what you know, whatever his his thinking is, but mm-hmm. uh I, I so I liked all that. Uh, I don't think Brianna and Malcolm are having an affair. Uh, <laughs> that's not really what yeah, it what feels the like. Hell? That's not what, what the it, hell. I I mean <laughs> Brianna feels like I mean she's a prostitute. Yeah, you know? I don't know how long right. she's been doing it for. Um, but it doesn't feel like this is. It doesn't feel like it was necessarily entirely voluntary. It sort of mm-hmm. just feels like, you know, you were the, Gore was the alpha overlooking me, and then you went and beat the shit out of him. Malcolm is now my pimp, is what it sort of felt like to me. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't, I mean, I don't think that's what's going to happen necessarily, but that's sort of just what it felt like. She's like, I was with this guy, and you beat him up, and now I'm with you. Yeah, but I mean, I don't, I don't question her uh, behavior. What I'm questioning is Malcolm's behavior because he's something's wrong. Yeah, and I know he's you know battling with his inner demons and trying to figure out his morals, and I understand that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, his girlfriend calls him, mm-hmm. and throughout the whole season, he has been in love with her. Yep, and then all of a sudden, he's just a totally different person. I mean. So, I don't know what's going on. The fact that Brianna was going to town on him at the time, yeah. uh, to me, I think just sadly reiter- reiterates that guys are easily led astray sometimes when they're not thinking. Uh, maybe that's what it was. Maybe he's just being stupid. Like, 
I don't know. It did feel weird to me, too, because he was like, no, I don't want to do this. But then he was like, no, we'll do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, I don't know. He's He's got a lot to work out, I think, clearly. Uh, yeah. I really like the scene where Jerry goes to uh, apologize to, to Kith. Uh, and then she is reminded of what her actions have led to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because she meets Kith and Peter's son who is really upset about all of this. Yeah. Uh, and even if um, Jerry's trying to be like, you know, what he said about me isn't true, even though it probably is. Uh, mm-hmm. Even if he believe, even if their son believes Jerry, which I don't think he entirely does, but even if he did, you know, he's still left with the fact that his father was this awful, did these awful things and right. also killed himself. So no matter what, she really hurt this kid to mm-hmm. get back in bed with a, a woman for who even knows for how long this would have uh, hypothetically lasted. It was Jerry's selfishness. Now, she kind of inadvertently did a good thing by revealing a, a guy doing a really bad thing, but she wasn't doing it to be good. She was doing it for her right. own purposes, and yeah, now she was she, selfish. Yeah, now she sees the um, the result, and uh, I thought I really liked this scene because I really thought the way they portrayed the kids' grief was it felt legitimate to me. Because so she brings like bagel sandwiches or some shit to you know be like, "Sorry, your husband's dead. Here's some bagels." Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and he fancy like, bagels. They were pretty fancy. Uh, he knocks the tray yeah. out of her hand, and she falls down. Um, she gets up and leaves, and he. This kid is just sobbing, but for some reason, he's like, "I need to pick this stuff up off of the ground." Yeah, uh, which yeah. just felt like authentic to me. Like, don't know what to do. Like, right. overcome with grief, and I'll just do this. I'll do this weird yeah. thing, and I don't know. I thought that worked. Uh, to me, that rang that rang pretty true. I like that scene. There's a lot of good stuff in this episode. A lot of good stuff. I was gonna mention that uh, I also like the scene where it's towards the end, mm-hmm. and Jessica is talking to Eric on the on the bed, yeah. and he's like, "And you get a little closer because you're like aspirin to me. Like the whole hero thing helps yes. with my headaches." <laughs> and the first thing I thought was, "Can you imagine if he meets Captain America?" Oh my god. That will be like ecstasy. Wow. Yeah. Because <laughs> Captain America is like the most like heroic. Could you imagine? <laughs> wow. I mean right? he's both Captain America and worthy to wield the power of Thor. All rolled yes. into one human. Yes. With America's ass, I might add. Yes. It's yes. So many things all coming so together. So many things. <sighs> Now, can you imagine if he meets Thanos? <laughs> he just explodes. He will explode. Yeah, he will explode. His head would just go, <laughs> and that'd be it. Um, <laughs> I, uh, what a, yeah, so I, I thought that was interesting, too, where he's like, I can't go to jail. He's like, I, I die in there. And Trish is like, yeah, I think you're being a little dramatic. It's only a year. And then I'm like, wait a minute, though. He'd be in, he'd be in a building full of people who did bad mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. It would be torture. He couldn't mm-hmm. do it. Uh, 
Yes. What would happen to somebody like if he actually got sent to a prison, but they'd have to take into account for his ability? Like, wh- what would you do? Would you have to like just send him to like the happiest place on earth to spend his time incarcerated? Or, I mean, Trish did say that he could be in solitary confinement, but yeah, I, I think that that will mess him up. Yeah, I was saying, because well, he will still be in the prison. Yes. Yeah. Maybe they'll just put him on house arrest, but at, at Disneyland. <laughs> so, like... Just put him in a room full of puppies. That's yeah, it. Yeah, there you go. Problem yeah. solved. It does not get more pure. Uh, but I puppies like that. Puppies and babies. Uh, I like that, uh, obviously, Salinger is not going to get uh, tried due to lack of evidence. That makes uh, that makes sense. Uh, so everything is fit together here. It feels like they're at a weird stalemate. Like, mm-hmm. where do we go from here? What do we do? Uh, the one lead that they had, because they'd had seven bodies, but there were eight photos. The one, the eighth photo was of somebody I think he was going to kill. as a, sh- a chef at a restaurant. Right. I thought that was interesting as well. So that was a weird insight uh, into mm-hmm. him as well. Because he was like, I just thought he was into, like, kinky stuff. Like, uh you know, he wanted to take pictures. I thought that was really flattering and right. he tied me up and he's like, I thought that was hot. Like, uh, but then he started getting like, you know, really weird. I thought he was just, you know, teasing me or whatever. He's like, so I tried to kiss him and he freaked out and then ran away. Mm-hmm. Uh, so really interesting insight. Uh, we also yeah. learned about his family as well. Mm-hmm. His family sounds terrible. Aurora. <laughs> uh, his brother sounded like an asshole. His dad sounded like a bigger asshole. When his mm-hmm. brother died, he wished it was him who had died instead of his brother. And then apparently at his brother's funeral luncheon or something, his father mm-hmm. stabbed him in the chest with a knife. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. Terrible. Oh, I'm so grateful for my normal, normal <laughs> family. I'm so happy. They're so normal. <laughs> They're so boring. Uh, no offense. I love my family. They're so boring. There's just <laughs> nothing about them that stands out. I don't think any of them will ever stab me in the chest with a knife. So mm-hmm. good news. Yeah. Uh, yeah. His family. You're lucky. Terrible. You're lucky, Anthony. <laughs> I'm, I'm one of the lucky ones. <laughs> Not everyone gets a stab free family, I guess. But... <laughs> good Lord. Uh, okay. Any other thoughts on episode six? If not, what would you give it? I, I gave this one a 4.5. I liked it more than the previous one. I think that I, I really like the story and I like I like the uniqueness of having a villain that's targeting superheroes. Yeah. I think that's amazing. Yeah. Me too. Uh, I also gave this one four and a half. I thought this was excellent. I love this show. I'm just going to try not to think about the end of it for right now. So mm-hmm. uh, instead, how about I... Uh, I ask you to go to cinemageekly.com to check out the archives of the show. Uh, of course, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, uh, Spotify, Stitcher. Just search for Podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D. and hit subscribe. Uh, and we're going to take like a, a break. Aurora's taking a vacation somewhere, somewhere nice and mm-hmm. fancy, getting away from <laughs> stabby family uh, people. I don't, I'm presuming, I don't know. The, the way you said I was lucky, I'm just presuming that everybody else has got stabby family members. <laughs> And I'm no, I'm, I'm one of the lucky ones, too. Okay, okay. Uh, so she's taking a vacation, probably with her stab-free family, away from all of this. Uh, going, uh, so we'll be back soonish. How about we just leave it at, 
We'll be back mm-hmm. next time uh, talking more Jessica Jones Season 3, uh, Episode 7, a.k.a. The Double Half Whoppinger. I think that's a dive? Couldn't tell you. Uh, and Episode 8, a.k.a. Camera Friendly. <laughs>